0: on Second Fiddles, we met Ren, who accidentally used her power to sing our other sidekicks to sleep, which is unfortunate, considering Tammy had an audition the next morning. Lucky for you, that's where we're about to join her. Let's begin. Episode 4, Security Blanket
1: Hi, can I sit here?
2: Uh, no, sorry. There's someone invisible sitting in this chair.
1: Invisidude, dude hey! You've been avoiding my text and it's kind of annoying.
2: I was joking.
1: Oh. Jokes normally work better when they're funny. Ouch. So? So what? Can I sit here? Yeah, whatever. Thank you. Such a gentleman. This isn't
2: the only empty seat in the waiting room. I'm trying to focus.
1: It's not like an audition for a musical. You don't need to memorize lines or learn choreography. Unless I'm wrong. Is this an audition for Sweeney Todd? I take it you're here for the sidekick job, too.
2: You're very astute. And nosy.
1: I like to know my competition. Did everyone else already go in?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I've been waiting here for two hours, and you just arrived late. But yeah, looks like we're the last two.
1: I'm not usually late, but someone sang me to sleep last night, and I didn't set an alarm.
2: Sang you to sleep? Like a baby?
1: It's a long story, which I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry your pretty little head over it. You think I'm pretty? It's an expression.
2: Now I know why you wanted to sit next to me.
1: Don't flatter yourself. I'm Pitch, by the way. Master of sonic vocal manipulation since the early 90s.
2: I'm Security Blanket. Force field generation.
1: The early 90s? Not exactly. My powers didn't develop when I was born. Could you imagine me as a baby in the hospital, tearing all the skin off every nurse's face whenever I screamed? That sounds messy.
2: Uh, I don't care about that. I'm just surprised someone your age is still auditioning to be a sidekick.
1: Are you shaming me for being old? I'm not even 30 yet.
2: Oh god, can you imagine a 30-year-old sidekick? I would die.
1: That could be arranged. How long since the last person went in?
2: The last guy auditioning actually left about five minutes before you got here. Fourth wall secretary went in to talk to him and hasn't come back out yet.
1: I think secretary is kind of a sexist term. She's probably an administrative assistant or something.
2: Well, I don't care what his job title is, but he was answering phones at that desk over there, so I thought he was the secretary.
1: Okay, well, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm a little sexist, too.
2: You don't have to talk to me.
1: Well, sitting in silence is boring. And you don't look boring, hence the talking.
2: I know. I look pretty.
1: It was an expression. I think I'm going to call you Wet Blanket. That sounds better than Security Blanket. You're kind of a downer.
2: Is downer better than boring, or at least better than being
1: old and washed up? Don't call me old. I'm only like, what, five years older than you? I graduated from college two years ago. So yeah, not that much older. Did you do civilian school?
2: No, I went to super school. Rose Academy. I majored in heroic leadership.
1: Good old soup, you. You must know my brother, Max. He graduated the same year as you.
2: What was his major?
1: Team support.
2: Oh, one of those. Was that your major, too?
1: I only went for a semester. Wasn't my thing. I wanted to go out in the world and get my hands dirty.
2: How did that work out for you?
1: More than my hands got dirty. So, do you remember my brother, Max?
2: I probably had a class with him. What's his power?
1: He, uh, talks to... His power is animal communication.
2: Oh, man. Your Duluth sister? Yeah, I remember that weirdo. He could talk to birds flying around campus and they would crap on his head.
1: <laughs> that sounds like Max. What did you call him?
2: What, is weirdo off-limits too? Did I make another microaggression?
1: One time last year, I had a tussle with a henchie named microaggression. I think her power was to shrink and get really angry. I don't know. It was something like that. And yeah, Max is a weirdo. I'll agree with you on that point. What was the other thing you called him? Dulips?
2: Oh, no, no. He was Doolots. I honestly didn't know his name was Max.
1: I'm shocked I haven't heard this one before. Spill the tea. I need the backstory.
2: I really need to focus before the audition. What was your name again? Bitch.
1: Ha. Ha. It's Pitch, not Bitch.
2: Well, Pitch, in our public speaking class, your brother gave a speech on how he hopes to be a hero who helps animals and makes the world a better place, like Dr. Doolittle. But he didn't want to do a little. He wanted to do lots.
1: Wow, that's a terrible joke.
2: Someone uh, called him Dulots afterward, and the name stuck.
1: So not only am I learning that my brother is even more embarrassing than I thought, but he also had a funny nickname he managed to keep from me for years?
2: If I'd known he had a hot sister, I would have been a little nicer to him.
1: Ew, seriously? First you call me old, then you call me hot? Sorry, negging really doesn't work on me.
2: Hey, you said I was pretty. Maybe I'm into older women.
1: Guys into older women know better than to call them older women.
2: Hmm. From what it sounds like, you're pretty experienced. Maybe I could learn something from you.
1: Excuse me?
2: Don't flatter yourself. I'm talking about sidekicking. Sounds like you've been around the block a few times.
1: Any tips for my audition? You're my competition, remember? Think of it as friendly competition. My advice? Be yourself. Being a hero is standing up for what you believe. If you lie about that, or pretend to be someone you aren't, what's the point?
2: I can see why you're unemployed.
1: Hmm. My brother and I just started a support group for sidekicks. If you ever get as jaded as me, feel free to come vent your frustrations. Or not. I can't tell if I hate you yet. I'm
2: capable, and I'm not worried about getting a job. Rose City has the most heroes per capita of any major city. And villains, I suppose.
1: Do you ever wonder why Rose City has so many sidekicks?
2: I always figured it was because Rose Academy's here, and all of the young, eager, wannabe heroes need a place to start off, so the heroes are a little more welcoming.
1: Nice try, but no. When do heroes need a new sidekick?
2: When their former sidekick gets a promotion to be a full-time hero. That's the goal. Do your time as a sidekick. Prove yourself. Join the A-League.
1: Is that what's on your vision board? Sure, that happens sometimes, but around here, the sidekicks tend to disappear. What do you mean? They may die, they may quit the hero business and move back home to sell real estate, or they may get fired for not being the right fit.
2: Is that what happened to you? You got fired?
1: No. I quit my last hero.
2: That doesn't really surprise me. You seem stubborn.
1: I appreciate the compliment.
2: So what exactly is your point? Sidekicks are easily expendable?
1: He has a brain too! Wow! You weren't wrong. Rose Academy pumps out a lot of potential heroes. You have got the what, but not the why. Back when the Hero Society was saving the world every other week, they started taking on sidekicks. Some of them grew up to become future League members, but many others didn't make the cut. The ones who survived started Rose Academy. You know what they say, those who can't do, teach. That's
2: fairly insulting.
1: I had some amazing teachers. I'm sure you did. Anyway, the heroes there started devaluing sidekicks. Before, a sidekick was a once-in-a-career relationship, a mentorship, a special tutelage. Now we're just glorified, superpowered red shirts. It's a broken system.
2: If the system is so broken, why are you a part of it? I promised my brother I would get a job. It sounds like you should go solo.
1: That's the dream, but family comes first.
2: If you're trying to get in my head and make me feel bad for you, it's not working. I'm going to kill this audition.
1: Believe me, I have no interest in your head. Oh? Getting in your head. What's in your bag? Looks big. It's, uh, none of your business.
2: Is it food? I'm starving.
1: Oh. Who brings snacks to an audition?
2: I didn't say snacks. It could be an entire meal with how big it is. Or are you one of those ladies with a huge purse filled with junk and wadded up tissues? My grandma had a purse like that. When she was alive. But she's dead now.
1: You are the least charming man I have ever met.
2: Good thing I'm pretty, Grandma.
1: Shut up. It's nothing. Just a power...
2: Power what? Did you bring a power enhancer?
1: Power dampener. What? It's a power dampener.
2: What's it for? Screwing with your competition?
1: It's for me. My brother asked me to wear it for the audition, but I can't bring myself to do it.
2: Good. Don't. Looks like a muzzle.
1: You just got 10% more attractive.
2: Why would he ask you to wear it?
1: Sometimes when I get nervous, I get the hiccups. Okay. And when I get the hiccups, sometimes my power affects them. Then things blow up. Or I damage some eardrums.
2: Has this happened at other auditions?
1: Only recently, since I quit my job. It happened last week, and it was pretty bad.
2: Good thing I can make my force field soundproof.
1: Really? You can?
2: Why? Does that turn you on?
1: You're a slimeball, Wet Blanket.
2: If you're not going to call me Security Blanket, at least call me Linus. Ah, now the alias makes more sense. I thought it was cute. It is. But not as cute as me.
1: Pretty is not the same as cute. I'm Tammy.
2: I would say nice to meet you, but this whole exchange has either been really antagonistic or maybe sexually charged. I'm gonna say both.
1: You wish.
0: Hello, potential sidekicks. Sorry to keep you waiting.
1: He has an intercom? That's retro.
0: Pitch, you will not be seeing fourth wall today. That's what you get for being late. You too, security blanket. He will not be seeing anyone else today.
1: What? Seriously? I've been waiting for hours. Simmer down.
0: Fourth wall knows everything he needs to. He'll be choosing a new sidekick soon.
2: He hasn't even met me. I could be way better than whoever he picked.
0: He doesn't need to meet you, dude. Yes, he does. This isn't fair. If you need it, they will validate parking at the front desk in the lobby. Thanks for coming.
1: This is
2: bullshit. Why are you smiling?
1: It didn't occur to me until now. We didn't even need to come here today.
2: Yeah, obviously.
1: It was a waste of time. He's a clairvoyant, dummy. He knows all. Sees all. Well, most. Sees most. Why would he even need auditions?
2: To meet someone in person? To judge their character and ask them questions?
1: I don't buy it. There was another reason for this. I just need to figure out what. Why, are you a detective? I don't like being played. I get rejected all the time. That, I can handle. You, however, need a thicker skin. How many of these auditions have you been to? This
2: may have been my first time getting into the final round. I normally don't get past the second round. I've never met with a hero before.
1: Apparently, when you have a force field, having thick skin isn't an issue. What's that supposed to mean? I could psychoanalyze you, make assumptions about your family, your life, the silver spoon you were probably raised with, but honestly, I'm really hungry. Want to go grab a burrito? There's usually a food truck parked a few blocks away from here.
2: Did you just insinuate that I'm an entitled brat and ask me out to lunch at the same time?
1: You said it, not me. (sighs) When you get this close to a gig, the rejection stings harder. I get it. With my field record, I don't even have to go through the initial rounds anymore. I just get fast-tracked to the final audition or told not to bother, so every audition feels like this for me. It always hurts, but it lessens over time.
2: That's not helpful. I'm better than this. I was at the top of my class at the academy. I should be on my way to joining the A-League by now.
1: Technically, my brother was valedictorian, so you weren't exactly the top of your class.
2: Don't remind me. Dulatz didn't have any human friends, so all he did was study.
1: I would normally defend my brother, but that behavior tracks. Honestly, though, being a hero is his passion. He puts everything into it, heart and soul. Why else would he work for a giant alien deer? He loves every moment he's able to help the cause.
2: He works for the stag? And since when has the stag been an alien? I thought he was created from radiation or something.
1: Yeah, Max is buck. You might have seen him as that guy who translates for the stag whenever he makes a public appearance. And no, he's not officially an alien, but that's my personal opinion. Max will neither confirm nor deny.
2: Well, a weird job for a weird kid, I guess.
1: So, burrito?
2: Uh, no thanks. Can I take a rain check?
1: Here, take my phone and put in your number. And don't get the wrong idea. This is for food and only food.
2: I like to eat a lot of different things.
1: Wow, give me my phone back before I regret it.
2: Fine, here. It's under W for wet blanket. I gotta go. See you soon, Tammy. For eating.
1: Hey, I'll send you the details for our support group. If you ever, you know, need support. I doubt it. God, he's pretty.
0: Pitch, now that security blanket is left, can I speak with you in private?
1: What? Why?
0: Please, come in.
1: Am I still being considered for the job?
0: No, that's off the table, but there is something important to discuss. Okay. I promise
1: you won't regret this. This had better be good. I'm giving up a f***ing burrito for this.
0: In this episode of Second Fiddles, Tammy is voiced by Liz Thompson, Fourth Wall is voiced by John Pupo, and Linus is voiced by Alex Sinecropi. Thanks for listening!